What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Girls, we're going to hit the road this week. I'm excited. Three sleeps, right? It's going to be so fun. Something like that. I'm so excited. New York, there's just like a few seats left. Yeah, only a few. And then Boston's like close to selling out on the second night. It's wild to me. Guys, what are we People gonna are do like in Boston? Showing up in Boston, I'm so excited. You've, you've never, never been. I've, I've never, never been. been. Y'all, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I feel like I want to get up at like 6 a.m. and just do all the things. I want to speed date Boston. Do? It's so fun. I'm trying to remember. So there's like the really pretty park. I mean, there's a lot of fun things to do in Boston. I feel like the attitude in Boston might be very on brand for me right now. Yeah, for sure. There's, <laughs> there's good shopping. I'm there's here for a it. lot of good really cool like architectural mm, I've heard that, buildings yeah. and stuff that like we'll want to see. So I think- So bring the tennis shoes. Bring the tennis shoes, yes. Walk, There'll be lots of, because the day, the second day that we're there, so we'll be like, you know- We have a day. Explore. Yeah. And not oh, just like pumped. have to travel to the next right. city. <gasps> oh, I'm just so Yay. excited. So I feel like I need I need a, a, some, some good girl time. We you haven't know? been mm-hmm. out since November, right? We haven't been out since November. And then the last girl trip that I had was with Sarah- and then <laughs> she, <laughs> so I just feel like uh, we need, like, I, I need this. Like, I need yes. a good girl's trip. Because we were, Catherine and I were supposed to go oh. summer for spring break. And it had kind of canceled. I'm like, well, I'm still up for, I like, know, a girl's so thing. Bummed. So we need, I look, I, like, count down the days to wind down. It's that time, I don't know, it's just so Well, we travel free. well together. Yeah. Yeah. Which now that I know we travel well together, I really look forward to. I mean, you <laughs> <Now>. guys. Well, <laughs> yeah. I did before, but now that I know what's important to all of us and our love languages <laughs> and where we sleep. Like and, y'all go to the beach and I yeah, stay and our work. bathroom schedule. It just feels like cozy. Like I'm like, oh, we're back on the dorm. I'm here for it. I love it. Do you guys like traveling is there, is there a couple, like, do you like traveling so if you, with your husbands? Like, would you rather travel solo with your husband or would you want to do couples? Like, what is I your, like what is your go-to? So fun fact, 
Preston and I in eight years have never taken a vacation solo until this like two, three weeks ago, which was crazy. And I was like, hi. Time out. Did you see the pirates came? Yes. (laughs) Okay. They really came. You guys. You guys are dying. DM me and we're like, wait. So Kristen wasn't far off. Pirates like went to. I got. I have like goosebumps. So many people DM me and they're like, you manifested this. The pirates are in Tampa. (laughs) I was. They're right. The pirates came to Tampa. They did. Was that weird? I mean, I saw it and just started busting. Oh, I forgot to put, I need to go back and post because I was dying. I was like, you guys, I did. I, I guess. What does that even say Uh, about me? I don't know. I better be careful. It's probably what I don't want to know your dreams. Manifest what you're thinking in Boston. (laughs) No, I need to manifest in the opposite direction and really get some things aligned (laughs) for us. So I think with the um, couples were, so I actually prefer to do a girl's trip. And then do a one-on-one for, because I feel like with, since we travel so much and work, it's hard to get that one-on-one time. Like, like you just said with Preston, you have eight years, eight years. So though it's fun to travel with a couple at the same time, it's like, that's the time that I'm like, I'd rather just be like eye to eye with like my person. And then because girls trips are just so much fun. I'd rather just have it with the girls. I haven't really done a whole lot of couples trips, honestly. Maybe we should all couple Either like girls trips or- We do nothing better than a girl's trip. (laughs) There's really not, especially with us. I just want to reiterate my love for us. But like none of us are crazy drinkers. None of us are like, you know, like I remember the first time I told Preston, I was like, oh, I'm headed out for a wind down. And he's like, uh, this is when Kat was potentially getting divorced. You were divorced. (laughs) He's like, what does that even look like? But I'm like, it looks like 11 o'clock face wash and us belly laughing about all the things. It looks that like me, that me was like flying in to meet you guys from an undisclosed location. <laughs> just always to, undisclosed. <laughs> I don't even remember where to, you were coming from at this point. I do. And then, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, we're, we're like, let, remember that one night we tried to go out in Chicago? <laughs> we really tried. We're that like, was actually sad. We're trying so hard Nothing and everything. We just closing. wanted one good drink. One good drink. That that's was it. it. But instead we belly laughed in our, back in our room in about 20 minutes. <laughs> went to sleep. <laughs> I like that about us. Girls trips have changed. It doesn't sound that exciting to everybody else listening, but we love it. It's, I, I think we're I more think, comfortable than people let on. I think what you got to mm-hmm. do is you got to find your people and those are the people that you should, because we're so busy with life and mm-hmm. moments. And it's nice to have, for example, like obviously the one with Sarah was, was, it was amazing. It was so much fun. So when you have those moments, like travel with the people that bring life and joy into you mm-hmm. rather than stress, because yeah. there's nothing worse than traveling oh, with yeah. people that you don't like. And you're like, why am I spending my time doing this right now? Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Like with kids. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the other thing. Like I was going to say, kidding. we're all moms. Why am I so it's never like now? a long period. Like I like just that we. Oh, it's always like a quick, like the trip we were going to do was like, what, two nights over yeah. spring break? It wasn't, let me reiterate. It wasn't a whole spring break trip with no, our was kids. Don't worry. Two nights. But yeah, it's yeah. still not You know, I like happy. traveling with kids with other kids. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. I do too. Because it keeps them the occupied. The old kid delusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, that's, I like, I really like doing that. I want to mm-hmm. do more trips where it's like, hey, let's all take the kids here for mm-hmm. spring break. Oh, Especially like as that. they get Can older, Can we do that this easier. year? Because my husband's gone a lot and I would love to vacation, but I get kind of. Well, let's do it for fall break. Okay. I have the kids for fall break. Mike has them for this spring, but with his, what now, but it's like, but I'm now taking half of it because I'm like, well, if it, I'm going to be here. So then that's where I go into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take them. So, uh. But fall break would be fun. Let's talk about where you just came back from. 
Uh, California. <laughs> and <laughs> oh. oh, you had a sweet trip. I did. So sweet. You know what? <laughs> you called Catherine. I go, when did TMZ come to Nashville? I don't know who this man was, but I got off the, this nine hour flight. And so where he, where he lives, it's about like three hours from England, like two and a half, three hours. So count that onto it. Then I'm at the airport for two hours and then a nine hour flight back home, like nine hours, nine fifteen, And I, I'm like, no makeup, got some zits, like in my like sweatpants, carrying my big old blanket. And I get this guy and this long, one guy has a camera no. videoing and then one guy is long lens. Oh, and geez. I'm like, where am I at right now? Like this is never at BNA. I've never seen that in Nashville. What? Yeah, I was like, "Am I getting punked?" Like, I was just so. So then it hit the news after. No, no, it hasn't come out. I I mean, I didn't even like look for it or whatever. But like, I don't like this. What was strange about it was, I mean, it was immediately when I went through the doors of, you know, out of the British Airways or whatever the international terminal. You know how like when people approach you, you think that you might know them. Sure. So and he's like, "Hi," and I'm like, "Hi." How are you? Because it's like, <laughs> it's good you to, see you again. to see you again. <laughs> You're always so nice. Well, and but in my, my mind, I'm like, okay, are they a fan? Are they a, do I actually know them? But, or, but I'm, so I'm always going to play it. Like yeah. I know you and whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. So even people you are for sure you don't know, you're always like, hey, girl, cute top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, always. So you knew the photographer, so you No, thought? I didn't know. But any she of, pretended like she well, did. Well, the first, the, the guy in the camera, he's like, hey, Jenna, like he had, a, I was like, oh, hi, how are you? Nice to see you. And he's like, how was your time in England? I was like, oh, oh okay. So Jeez, weird. I don't think I saw it. That's so bizarre. On. That is crazy to me. Oh, yeah. I don't have either. And I was just like, uh, uh, yeah, no, it was good. And and I'm walking, like I'm briskly walking. I want to get to my Uber. I want to see my kids. Right. And so he just kept asking me all these questions like, has Alan met the kids? And like, I'm sorry, I don't feel like discussing that. Um, I actually would like to really get to my kids right now. Have you met his kids? I'm like, again, I'm, I'm not going to discuss it. I'm so sorry. Like, I just want to like get Jeez. to my car. And then he kept asking me like the one thing I remember from it, because it was again, such a blur. He goes, have you learned any fancy words? And I go, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and you and Tony me at the airport post-flight is, is rubbish. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, what, like, what is happening right now? Like, I was just so confused. And then he kept asking me questions like, oh, he said something else about Alan. And I just was so like, I looked at him like dead in the eye and was just like, I just got off a nine hour plane. Like, please, I'm so sorry. Like, I just want to get home to my kids. Also like probably caught off guard. Like what's really well, happening like, right what? now? What? I still, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that was. I mean, I have heard that they're definitely here now. But oh, I are haven't. they? Um, someone had told me Ugh. that they were. Yeah, that they well, were doing finally. some stuff downtown. I mean, and stuff. they don't know where the gymnastics place is, but <laughs> really they've really been missing. They've been missing a lot of content. Yeah, but God, I had not seen days. or heard them at the airport. Were those the days? I'm you glad we tucked those days. Those in. were the days because they just make me laugh. Just I miss those days just for the. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna take that back. I do not miss those days. I miss the queendom. I chats. do too. That's what. Well, I just ate popcorn and watched it Same. all go down. I can remember sitting on my couch. Literally eating popcorn. I was like, crying, this shit's better than Netflix. So hard. <laughs> it's just. I literally said the Queendom so chat was better than Netflix to me. It was way too good. It's so. You just good. can't make. This and then you stuff went and got stable and got a boyfriend, and now things are <laughs> <real> quiet. <laughs> I know. I'm like, hey guys, we all still. Cats here. back together with Nick. <laughs> Julie's successful. 
Pam's healing guts and yeah, Pam's yeah. growing abs. You've got a boyfriend. Sarah Bryce has exited the conversation again. <laughs> she always, did she actually stay on? No, I don't think. I so. don't think so. We stopped. Sarah it's is an exit conversation girl. It's just too much. Um, um, but no, but England was it. great. It's um, uh, it's it's a lot. You know what kills me is the nine hour travel back. Like the the one there is great. I got that one. It's the flight back that's just really tough. It's it's nine 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 and a half hours. It's just that's to me that's a lot. It and is, you don't and sleep. I can't because mm-hmm. you have to sleep when you get home. Yeah, because you gotta yeah, like you, get, you land at like five p.m. and then you're like, all right, I, I gotta stay awake, yeah. which is you know one o'clock. No, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna ask odd. how you adjust Ugh. coming back because that was it snuck up on me like the second day. I felt like so. I think it's it's harder for me going there adjusting okay. than it is coming here because it's like you're going to bed. So you're yeah, already yeah. like tired. I don't know. But either it is, it will be coming to an end soon. The what travel? does that mean? Or it's just about, like, that it, could have meant so many different <laughs> things that you're going to have to elaborate. Well, y'all this one can needs just. to just be a director instead. <laughs> Me? She's a plot writer. <laughs> it will all be coming to an end soon. I was like, what soon. do you mean? Oh, got it. Me? Eventually, this? it'll all know. be coming to an end. But, uh, Mm-hmm. The amount of times I'm going over there. Hmm. Okay. Well, that got TMZ's telescope camera <laughs> fired up. <laughs> oh, anywho. But yeah, no, it's, it was so great. We like saw some really cool different places. And there was, did you ever heard of this place called Bath in England? Yeah, I've heard of it. Wow. It's wild. So Is back it- in like, the Roman days. They dug so deep. And again, I'm going to butcher this because I'm the person. So I'm, I'd like to know this. When you go to a museum, they, you know, they have those little phones and the headphones. I walk right past those things. Oh, yeah. I just want to see. I'm yeah. wearing my headphones now. <laughs> These are the kind of headphones <laughs> they wear. Those are the kind of headphones. Yeah. But I mean, I just like, I'm like, no, nah, I just kind of want to look and like see. And I'll read a few of the little plaques. But yeah, besides here. that, like, give me, give me the, like, when was it built? Cliff notes. Yep. Whatever. Now send me on my way. So what's your cliff notes about bath? <laughs> My cliff notes about bath was back in the Roman times, okay? They dug so deep into the ground that they hit like a, it, the ground was hot. So to this day, and I even made, it said don't touch, but Alan touched the water. Uh, and Alan then, goes then, to then jail finger now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, that's kind of scary. No, court case no. is being filed against Alan on the bath touching. No, 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 no. So um, it's still warm. That So that bath picture that stays. I took- Warm. When I was there, it stays warm. Isn't that wild? That's that why it's true? called bath. Yes. Well, I don't know if that's actually why the city's called bath. <laughs> it would make sense. <laughs> but it I would. don't know why it would be called bath otherwise. <laughs> that's that's weird. it is, right? True. True, true. And we were <laughs> trained to shower. I unless don't they just know. Made, unless they called it bath and then made up that story to fit the name of the yeah, place. Yeah, and, and then they have a heater installed. All of this feels weird. We all I sound really, we need to research. I know. What we needed to do is we needed to look at the 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 you know, the little guide thing. But anyways, so, but <laughs> yeah, or Google. I don't know I if mean, they wore anything. clothes or what they did in that bath, but they all bathed together in these baths. Oh. So we went there and then we went to this other place called, oh, we went to Windsor. Oh, cool. Oh. Windsor was, did you go? I th- uh, the Queen's Castle. Yes. Or I think that's what it is. I don't, didn't wear the headphones, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> we it was headphones. beautiful. Like just so stunning, so pretty. The grounds were and we, I, I saw these, you know, those, what are those guys called? They like walk with the like big head. Uh, Soldiers. 
Well, mm, there's another there's name. Like a, I think. Yeah, there's an, they are. Yes, they are soldiers, but they're wow. We are just gar- <laughs> Does anybody want to cancel the last five minutes of this podcast? The England <laughs> culture. I apologize. I will do better next time. We are about. I, we are and rubbish. Numbers we are in so Britain rubbish. <laughs> so, but I. Every part of me, I was like, "Hey, hey!" Like, wanted like because you know you want to get there because they, they won't because they won't so, right. Like, and you love eye contact. I and do. That is really hard for you. But that was pretty cool. We got to watch called? the exchange of the guards. I'm oh, just going to call them guards. guards. Okay, so we got to watch them. Yeah, changing the guard, changing the guard. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I thought right. there was something like more fancier I name, like the red. Stallions or <laughs> the Red Guard no, stallions. That's, that's I could be mag- wrong. That's not the magic mic of the kingdom. <laughs> oh uh, man. Yeah, made a few fires. Tried to watch Babylon. Oh, tell Wasn't us a fan more about of it. the fires. Babylon. Oh, I don't I didn't watch Babylon. Yeah. But I'm out. anyways, but it was fun. And I'll be back soonish. And he cannot come before here it comes to an end. Before it comes to an end. Because, you know, in season it's he'd have like again a twenty two hour travel day. So it's so funny. I still am phobic of you giving clues. Like I just tightened up and I'm like, oh, that's right. We Everyone knows who he is now. It's fine. Eek. Okay. Okay. Well, we have a really amazing guest on our show. She's got a really fun podcast. She's hilarious. So let's take a break and then let's get Heather on. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. 
When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. Hey, Heather, it's Jana. Kristen. Hey, I'm Catherine. Thank you so much for coming on Wind Down. We really appreciate it. How's your day? Good. How's yours? Where are you guys? You're in Nashville? We're in Nashville. Yeah. Are you in LA? Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's juicy in LA. I bet it's great. It's it's such a gorgeous day today. You know what? I'm not, I would be jealous, but it's a very beautiful day today too in Nashville. We've really, 65 and sunny. We've really tried today with our weather. We're feeling proud of ourselves. It'll be gone tomorrow. Don't worry. It's (laughs) totally gone tomorrow. Um, it's, it's cute. We were just, we, we all love you, but this one right here was just before I had you a entered, she was just like, guys, I really love her. I really love you. Cause I like funny women and there's not a ton of them. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that so much. That's so sweet. I mean the Chelsea lately days. That's how far it goes back. Oh, good. Great. That's all good. Uh, yeah. I just love you. I had to say it. I just need to say, I love you. And I don't care who knows it. I had to have my buddy, the elf moment. Now I can move along. <laughs> good. So Juicy Scoop, tell us all about that podcast and is there any juice to be given? Um, Well, Juicy Scoop, I've been doing for seven and a half years Mm -hmm. and um, I've been really fortunate in that it's just something I really love to do. I started it because Chelsea Lately had ended and I had like a year of a couple other TV shows that, you know, were happening, not happening, a few episodes here or there. And in 2000, I guess it would have been 2015 is when I started. I was like, well, I guess it's time for a podcast. Like Mm -hmm. nothing else is happening. Only the losers have podcasts. Nobody made money off of it. I'd be a guest on podcasts and I didn't even know how to listen back. Um, And I wasn't doing it for the money. I I did it because I was doing standup and and I was like, how am I going to keep headlining clubs if I'm not like on TV, sure. you know, cause I have to sell every ticket myself. And, um, and so I, I was, I was at a, a club and I saw a poster of Tom Segura, which I, I hope you guys know who he is. Yeah. He's huge. Burt Kreischer. Um, but at the time Tom Segura, I go, Oh, that guy has a really good podcast, like a po- popular podcast. And the owner of the club is like, yeah, he comes here on a Tuesday night and sells out just from the people that listen to his podcast. And so then the next day I was like, I have to, get a podcast. So then I started mine and I didn't expect to make any money at it. Nobody did. Mm -hmm. I just was doing it as like, you know, a way to keep, be creative and hopefully 
it would help sell tickets. So yeah. So then like about a, then after a year, I didn't, I didn't even realize like it was becoming really popular because it wasn't a reflecting in my social media. Like the people that were just listening were listening. They weren't like, you know, going over to Instagram and being like, I loved your episode. So I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then it just became really popular. So, and I just, just never stopped. I never, t- I never took a break. I never did a season one and two. I never took, I, if it, if it was a Tuesday and a Thursday and that was Christmas and New Year's Eve, you got an episode and I just treated it like I treated Chelsea lately, but instead of 60 people working on it, it was basically like just me and a producer. And so the hard work has paid off. I'm like the top female in the comedy department who, who doesn't have a partner. So Doing it, doing it has been really great. And I just cover everything that I think is juicy. And so some of that is, you know, obviously like whatever is in pop culture, but I do cover like a juicy crime, mostly mm. if I think it's like, um, mostly if it's like passion dr- driven, like it has right. to be about couples or something. Cause it always like, I like analyzing, you know, what do I think happened in this or why do I think it's juicy? It's not as like, detective driven when I cover it as some of like a hardcore podcast crime. But I do that. And then of course, I've always been a fan of the Bravo stuff and the Real Housewives. So I'll always touch on that. But I don't like recap every episode. I just kind of be like, okay, this was pretty juicy what happened here. This is why I don't think this person is going to be asked back. Like I just kind of do that. And then I have comedians and I have different guests on as well. What do you think right now in the pop culture world do you find that's juicy? The the whole thing with J-Lo and Ben is just like funny. Okay, the, the reactions. That, like, I can't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's like, the other thing people don't realize is like, they're 50. And right. <laughs> they've been going to these events for years. And anyone that's married for that long and your husband is like 50, whether he's Ben Affleck or just like a dude, And you're like, okay, I'm warning you now. Like (laughs) there came a point like in my marriage, I've been married 22 years where I would be like, listen, we have a wedding on Saturday night. So you cannot like go golfing all day Friday and booze till 10 Mm -hmm. because I need you to be a delight for Saturday. (laughs) So I would like put in the calendar, like Peter doesn't drink Friday. (laughs) on. So like, I think that like eventually your husband's all become toddlers where you're like, um, okay, we've been out all morning shopping at Home Depot. We have that party tonight. Do I need to get you home for a nap? Right. right. Get you like, let's, let's get him down. Do you need a water or some food? What can I help you with? Yeah. Dog on the way home. Do you need a bath before? Yeah, exactly. Just like get, so then you have, so I think like with some of that, like, yeah, he doesn't love it. He was just like, he is kind of like a cranky person, but I think that they're, they're fine. So that was like fun to kind of analyze what that was really about. He did swallow a couple of yawns though. Did you see that? Like I watched him internalize a yawn (laughs) and really his eyes watered. And I was like, this, this is hard for Ben. He's really having a really. <laughs> and I, I really don't like how they said, and she snapped at him. I'm like, that was not snapping. They were just, just like, oh, come on. You know what I mean? It was just like a, to me, that made me think that they are like real, as real as can be. She's like, get your ass together. Right. Like, cameras are on us. Act normal. That's please. the worst. Like, that, like when she saw her, like that the camera oh, was on that part, like killed me for I her. Know. Because again, people are always staring and looking 
and the moment that you think you have uh-huh. without cameras like- and then the fake kind of smile coming back it's like oh god we've all we've all been there in, in some oh, yeah. setting painful. or another it was yeah, painful I mean, though. listen i didn't watch the grammys like i don't really watch that stuff anymore i'll watch the clips now if i was there yes i'd have bells on and stuff but like what people at home don't realize is that like this is like an exhausting day you know you guys you know you would know that but like Getting cute early, being uncomfortable, standing on the red carpet, waiting for this, being on, having to smile. Not eating. Like, you're never eating. Yeah, yeah, there was just like that sad charcuterie board. It's like, oh, your, yeah. it's like your wedding. Everybody <laughs> talks about that charcuterie board. It is like a like, wedding. <laughs> All eyes are on you. You're not good enough. It's horrible. Yeah. Your groom then, can't get his shit together. I mean, this is very much like a wedding, Kramer. And you know, like when you're not famous or whatever, or you're a love... Like there's times when I get invited to something and I'll say to my husband, I'm like, okay, we, I have that like Apple TV premiere. You are my choice, you know, (laughs) but like, if you're not feeling it, can you tell me now? So I can invite my girlfriend who will go with bells on. And I'll probably have more fun with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I can go with my girlfriend and and I no one's like Heather McDonald's getting divorced, you know. But like she can't bring her sister or like her best <laughs> no. friend who like actually would she'd probably have so much more fun with. Instead, because be like, it'd be like, where rap. is Ben? Oh my god, right. it'd be terrible. Yeah, or like the single girlfriend that like might hook up with someone there, which makes it fun for the married girl. Like <laughs> riding in Brad Pitt or <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. has to bring Ben. So that's the, yeah. Oh. So the, for that. For that, I feel a little bit. Yeah. Internal yawn Ben is how he's known yeah. in my head forever. Bless him. I yeah. I love okay, it. well, that's so good. And then, so you've been married what, for how many years? 20 years? 22 years. 22. Yes. And he's he's not in the industry at all, right? Um, no, no. I mean, he's been like managing me and he was, you know, he's like a finance guy. So he's always handled everything. And then, mm-hmm. and then in between leaving our first podcast company and, um, you know, I always had agents and all that stuff. And then he would like, I'd like do a deal. And then he would actually read the contract and he'd be like, well, why didn't you do this and this and this? And I'm like, well, why, why am I, why am I paying this person that doesn't care about me? That doesn't read the contract. Sure. Who's like, I don't know if you guys, you guys would know this out of your audience knows, but like there used to be a time where like an agent would do a deal. And then all of a sudden, if you had a big deal, they'd be like, Okay, so you need to also hire an attorney for that'll take 10%. And you're like, well, why? What the hell are you doing? Exactly. Like, so it was kind of like, so anyway, I still have all that, but like he does, you know, he, so then he started to get involved more with it. And then when the podcast grew, we have our own studio and we have someone, you know, so we met, then we did it all ourselves and we have a network that, you know, brings us ads or whatever, but we do all everything ourselves. So then, just along with all that type of stuff, I was like, God, I mean, you know, it is hard to work with your spouse. And it's something I, my sister and I would go to bed at night and like promise ourselves that we would never work with our husband because Mm -hmm. my parents were realtors and they worked together. And, oh, I thought it was awful. I thought it was awful. Um, that they stayed married till they died and they really liked each other once we were all gone and they stopped working. But like it was set <laughs> a mouthful it's there. It's <laughs> hard to it's hard to work with your spouse. It's hard. Like it's hard and, to live with your spouse sometimes too. I mean, let's just start from yeah. scratch. Yeah. So but add that there's, element. But then there's amazing benefits to it 
too, in that no one has your back, like your, you know, like your spouse. No one's going to care mm-hmm. about it. You know, no one, like you don't have to worry about anything shady happening on whatever. Um, so it's funny, but my sister, who's an attorney, she works with her husband too. So we both ended up working with our husbands. We didn't start out that way, but eventually it, it came to that. And um, so, yeah, so no, he he was never like an actor or anything like that though. Okay. And is that, do you think that's like what's made your relationship since you're so in the spotlight and in, in doing things in entertainment that that's helped um, kind of keep the relationship as strong as it has? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it does help to have someone that doesn't want your life. You right. know, like, I think that is, I think there's, mm-hmm. I think there's something so great. I have a lot of friends that are like, you know, com- like power comedian couples, like, you know, Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski and, and Natasha Legero and, Moshe Cash are like, and they both do the thing. They do the podcast together. Like they're both funny. They're, you know, I think it can really work out. I think with actors, sometimes obviously it's a little more difficult because it's like one person has all these movies and another one doesn't and they go off, you know, and they're making out with people. So it's like, I do think that part of it can be hard. But when I, when I was, when I met him, he just kind of was like, when I was like doing stamp and on meet guys, and this is a long time ago, you know, when I was in my twenties, it, there weren't a lot of women that were doing it. So it was always like, either they were, either they, the guys that I would tell would be like, oh, wow. Okay. So like, how long are you going to give it? Like, when are you going to quit? Like when, like how, like, you know, like as if I'm not, if I'm not making this much by 30 or if I'm not in a sitcom, I'm just supposed to like quit that day. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to do it as long as I am having fun doing it. And this one guy was like, yeah, but it, since I've been dating you, like you go out on all these auditions and like, have you even gotten any of them? And I'm like, no, I never get any of them. Oh, I never man. do. Right. I'm like, but I just like going on them. Well, I just like getting cute and wasting four hours and preparing <laughs> and not knowing where to park and then never oh. be successful at it. But like, I'm still living the dream. Like I'm still going and doing my thing. So when I met Peter, he just kind of, he wasn't in that business. He was a into he was a medical sales rep and then got into like mortgage brokering and stuff and so he was just like oh this is cool like you know this is great and he thought I was funny and he didn't have like an ego about it and I always talked about him in my act and that was fine as well and um so yeah it was it was never it was never that and then you know he was thrilled that I was like successful in making money like there was never anything negative about that so yeah, that was a good combo for, you know, awesome. it's not perfect, but it's good. I don't right. want to. Well, nothing's ever I never want to. <laughs> no. And you know. I, I, always, I never want to be that person that brags too much because then the, those are the ones that always end up. <laughs> <laughs> then we reuse this audio over top of your <laughs> breaking yeah. news, TMZ. That's horrible. Right. I'm with you. We don't ever jinx it in audio. No, <laughs> no. And how many kids do you have, Heather? Because they're teenagers um, now, right? Yeah, we have three. Um, my stepdaughter is 23, but we basically raised her because, you know, she was very young when we got together. And then I have uh, my son who's a 20-year-old. He's at ASU, Arizona State. And then I have another son who's a junior in high school. Boys. Ooh, boy moms. Empty. Is there mom. Is there one thing in stand-up that, like, especially when you were starting – because my thing is, I'm like, I feel terrible. But sometimes when I go to a comedy show, if something's not funny, I, 
I'm like, I'm not going to like force myself to laugh. If, when, if, if you were to not get a laugh, like does that, because to me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to laugh because I feel bad for the comedian now. So I'm just going to laugh, even though I, I'm like, ha. Ah. Heather doesn't know because Heather's funny. Well, of course. But, no, but, I'm, I'm, but starting out though, I mean, like I would be like, if I was standing terrified. up there and I was, oh, I mean, mortified. mortified. So I'm like, tell me it's all. Mor- like, oh. I lo- it's mortifying for the person doing the standup, but I also love that there are girls and people like you that are actually, it's like, uncomfortable and cringy sometimes to go to stand-up like I had a friend that had to come to so much of my stand-up especially in the beginning because you have to like bring people sure and it was always like kind of a weird lineup right like I would be I would always do pretty decent and then there'd be it was always like they'd always come up to me and they'd be like well you and the black guy were good but like everyone else sucked like it was always just like so (laughs) like and then I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm not, I'm not going on to, like, the eighth person. How are my people going to live through this, like, hell? And then my so later on, once I became successful, my girlfriend was like, oh, someone just asked me to a comedy show. And I was like, no, I can't take the anxiety of, like, when they're not funny, unless they're, like, a professional. Like, unless you're going to go see, like, me or Amy Schumer or Chris Rock or something. Like, sometimes when you're just going to, like, the random night of stand-up, for some people, they have like a, a codependent like anxiety for the stand-up, which sounds like you might be I that felt person. bad. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the nervous laugh. But I like feel terrible for them that it's not yeah. they're not funny. And so it's yeah. just it's like, oh. And I don't think a lot of people are funny. Is that like a diagnosed? Can I diagnose myself? Like not a lot of people make me laugh. Really? So do you mean like when you're like scrolling and you see people's like yeah. stand up, you're like not feeling it? No, I hate to say that. It's a talent. So I admire it no, as a but, talent. I'm married but, to a musician. So I I like I'm, I respect the bravery, but I just feel bad because I can't fake. I just not I can't fake laughs or a lot of things, Heather. But I mean, <laughs> I think stand up is, you know, an art form within the umbrella of comedy. Yes. And so like you might be someone that like absolutely like. You could watch 12 episodes of The Office. That's all. That's comedy. That doesn't mean you don't like comedy. Oh, I love comedy. You don't like the you're just not overly attracted to like the art form of stand up of like storytelling and joke telling and like seeing just someone alone with a mic. Who's your favorite, by the way? Um. You know, it's like my inspiration was Roseanne and Ray Romano and people like that, because that's what I saw when I was a kid, even before they had their big sitcoms, um, where I was like, oh, my gosh, because they talked about their life and (laughs) could tell stories. So like those are probably if you saw old stand up of them, that's like the more similar of how my stand up is like I just tell you know, I'm not like boom boom jokes. I I just tell stories, and there's jokes within the stories. I love that's my yeah. that's, that's yeah. my favorite. Like that's yes. what I love about like Sebastian Maniscalco and Nate Bargatsky. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. those those two are like my like favorite guy comedians because they're just like yes, I feel like, like there's a like, there's always something like about the, the I love the story that's and then the, the joke I enjoy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's fine if you're not like a stand up fan. It's like I don't. I grew up like doing musical theater and stuff, but like I don't go to musical theater events. Like mm-hmm. I don't seek out tickets. I don't. I'm, She's I'm like, because they're given to me. Because <laughs> no. they have me in the front row. No, but even even sometimes when somebody does invite me, I find, and this is being totally honest, and I do feel like a a less cultured person in it, but I find like you looking at the um, 
you know, the brochure or whatever. And you're like, when is the, how many intermission. scenes before yeah. the intermission? Yeah. That's and then, oh, thank God, <laughs> after intermission, it's shorter. Yep. And you're swallowing your yawns like Ben Affleck. <laughs> We've got cameras on yeah. you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I so it's it. like. And then people are like, I can't believe you've never seen Hamilton. And I can't believe you know. And I'm like, I don't know. Every time I'd go to New York, I always was performing myself. And I, but I'm like, well, maybe, maybe if I had to spend like a month and a half in New York, I think maybe I would go to shows and maybe I would really get back into it. But like, it's just one of those things that I don't spend my free time looking at. So. Uh, I remember there was this one guy, sorry, baby, that um, he was into, like, he he wanted to take me out on a date and he was uh, a Broadway actor. I was like, I can't do it. I just, like, because I'm not a big, again, Broadway, like, I'm I'm looking for the, where's the intermission? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it just doesn't excite me. I'm not, I, I don't yeah. really love broad, like, uh, shows that are like that at, yeah. or movies. I just don't, I just, not my jam. Not my thing. And yeah. so I was just like, I can't, I don't even want to entertain a date with you because I know that I have to be dragged <laughs> to these things and I wouldn't just hand it to her. <laughs> right. Do yeah. it. So I'm just going to swipe right. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't do this. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. 
I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand, and I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. I went on this painful blind date once, um, painful. And the guy took me to stand up and I actually really enjoy stand up. I just like, I just have to, I hate this, but I have to pre-qualify almost because I just don't want to be like, I don't look like a bitch either. You know, like I don't want to yeah. sit and like, Oh, okay. You know, like I'm never eye rolly. I'm just kind of like, it just takes a lot to make me laugh, I guess. So he takes me to this like horrible blind date. He orders electric lemonades. I'm like, I'm drinking blue Kool-Aid. I'm like, shouldn't even probably be drinking maybe 20. And I'm yeah. he's getting hammered. And all he keeps doing is go, he's front row. Heather, I wanted to die. He just kept going, that's hilarious. Now that's hilarious. I'm like, if it's hilarious, you'd laugh, you jackass. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> so for a long time, I had PTSD because I'm like, everything smelled like an electric lemonade when I would go near a comedy club and I couldn't do it. But I'm back. We I, we well, actually got to go see Bob Saget when he was yeah, here. Yeah. And that was well, the, exceptional. The, the, and a comedy club experience has its own fun because it's like, or not in your case, like, I, like because there is food and there's drinks because- you, you might get someone wasted. You might get a heckler. You might, and they might uh, do a lot more like crowd work. And some people really love that. Yes. And people stumble in on a Saturday night. And even if it's a big headline, they might not know that person. And then there's the level that fortunately I'm at and, and a lot of other people that are, you know, big people where you do a theater mm-hmm. and you can have a drink, but people aren't coming around with chicken wings. And, <laughs> and, and so I definitely think then, and, the people all came to see you. So they're that much more engaged. And when I talk about, I still will like give a qualifier of like, so my husband, Peter, like I'll still explain, but I really don't have to because like every single person knows my kids' names and this and that. But I still do for like the person that brought their friend who didn't know who I was that exists. So there, there's that, it's a, it's a different experience. Like you can experience the standup differently depending on the venue. Mm -hmm. Do you ever try the jokes on your husband? Um, well, you know, with the podcast, um, I do so much stuff on the podcast like every week, and that is really not prepared at all. Uh-huh. And then there'll be something where people will go, oh, my God, that story about sure that what happened to you this weekend was so great. And then I'll just kind of go over to my notes section of my phone and be like, I should like expand that or mm-hmm. punch it up or like that could be a chunk later <laughs> in my you know, stand up. So you know, that's I think, kind of the way I do it now. Yeah. I think what's funny about that dynamic is there's nothing worse than when you're in a fight with your husband and then they either say something funny or you say something funny and you don't want to laugh <laughs> because then it's like you still haven't really nailed your point in with the fight <laughs> right. or the argument. So it's like, and then to laugh is like, all right, then we're good, you know? So it's like, I yeah, can't even can't, We're not good. No, it's laugh. electric lemonade all over again. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Oh, uh, that just, I could just, I don't know, for some reason, I just like picture being in y'all's place. And then like, if you guys were into a fight and then because obviously you're hilarious and then him not wanting to laugh, laugh. but yeah. Well, he, one thing I always say, like we get over stuff really quick. That's great. 
And I, but I don't think I, I'm going to in the moment. I'm like, oh my God, if there were cameras here, everyone would definitely be on my side. Like you're an awful person. And then, <laughs> and then like with like, you know, within 10 minutes or something, then he comes back in the room and he's like, I'm like, he's like a psychopath. Like I comes back to the room and it'll be like, hey, like with the dog or something. And then just acts like nothing, nothing happened. happened. And I'm like, I guess it's just it's like our weird own dysfunction. Like, you know, sometimes people's, relationships work because they don't go to therapy you know like I think it, none of us would know about that but we, <laughs> we all go to the same I agree therapist with that, though. no but i think I if, if, if you don't hold on to resentment it's fine yeah. if it's if you hold on to resentment that's that's the issue but if you're able to actually let it go then that's great my husband yeah. does this like backhanded thing where he comes in and it's real tender and i can t- and like i can feel something's come like a closure's coming after a fight and then he'll go i'm sorry we fought and I'm like, well, that's not an apology. You like, you know what I mean? That's what, it, what isn't. See, I think that is to me. I'm I like, oh, that's, that's sweet. Nice. Him, he's acknowledging well, and he's sorry. I'm just a bitch in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Cause he didn't apologize for well, his yeah, part. He's he just said, like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry we fought. fought. Yeah, I'm like, that. well, there's just no ownership in that other than the collective is sorry. I'm sorry. We fought too. It was a waste of our time. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you might have more hanging fruit that you would like to have him. Sounds like we're the couples that go to the therapist is what I'm trying to say. I agree. Couples therapy if, wasn't if, great for us. So I get it. I mean, if, if both of you are totally down to like go, I think it's great. But I do think sometimes in this, you know, I don't know how anyone would feel like that. I don't think if I've ever said this, but like sometimes I think maybe not over like, yeah analyzing that because like if you did it was like oh my god you know he's not respecting you and this is awful and like you cut him to kill you know kick him to the curb and get out and everything and it's like i don't know like yeah. and then and then i remember when we didn't we really haven't gone much at all i think there's only been two stints and it was like three times each but i remember i was like we just have to go we have to go and then my friend was like well just get ready because like it, it, it may turn out to be your fault. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember when the first yes. switch happened in therapy and all of a sudden it, I felt a little two against one. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I want a refund. This is not how this was supposed to go. I didn't. I saw it going differently. You know? Yeah. yeah. That I think, ownership piece is a real B. Yeah. I, I, I hear I hear all, all, you, all three of you ladies. I think there's a a good healthy mix if you can communicate good get some good tools from therapy but mm-hmm. by dissecting it so much it can be destructive too and then like you're like oh my god yeah this is miserable what am mm-hmm. i doing okay so 22 but, years and you're still in love do you have any advice for all of us i'm divorced <laughs> i'm also divorced i'm on my second husband i'm feeling decent about good that for you. <laughs> all right she I was gonna get got divorced, divorced. <laughs> and didn't get divorced and have been married for 15 years Wait, you were going to get a divorce? I was. We were getting divorced, told our children we were getting divorced for about three months and then got back together. But they they meant it. They didn't just tell the kid. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't. We were getting divorced. (laughs) For sure getting divorced. Heather's like, where is the end button, the leave for this meeting? (laughs) I always think it was so kind of great when people would, you know, you meet someone and they're like, so my parents got divorced. And then like years later, like now they're like, they got, they got remarried. Like whenever you hear about mm-hmm. that, like yes, there's like, they were gone, they were broken up, they were divorced for 10 years and then they got remarried. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, you know, the thing about that is as the kid, I hate to say this, but it was your fault. Like you were the <laughs> <Really>? reason. 
Because they like, oh, my kids are listening. I do, I do love you. We do get along. It was just those awful little roommates we had all those years. That, uh, like, really there might be something apart. to that. Yeah. Well, now my childhood yeah. trauma of my parents getting divorced is now going to make me go like, back in. It's just been lit. Thanks there, no, Heather. Only if they, only only if they, they get, get back, back together. together. Only oh, if they right, get, right, right. That's only not happening. Only if they remarry, <laughs> yeah. then you have to look within. We only took like three or four months, so I'm safe, I think. Obviously, I'm kidding. But no, that's that's great. I mean, I mean, my, my advice is, my advice is if you, my advice is if you, if you do feel like it's not right, like get out Mm. quicker than later, especially if there are no kids, even if there's a house, like just, you know, burn it because (laughs) because you want to have that, that you want to have that opportunity for another big love or marriage in your life. And the longer you wait, I mean, I do feel like there's a window mm. of of break of getting divorced and still having a really significant second marriage in your life, sure. and having like a significant step parent to your child, whatever. And yep. so, I mean, it's it's important to try really hard, but like at the same time, like rip off the band aid because you're gonna waste another ten years, and it's. And I also don't think there's much to choose from. And this is awful too, but I don't think think there's much to choose from after 50 because everybody is divorced and fucked up. So it's like, (laughs) if you're going to find, and a lot of those, a lot of those 50 year old guys, these like, you know, can get like a 30 year old if they have a couple Mm bucks Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. if they're not even looking for a young girl, people are like, oh my God, he owns a home. So now this 50 year old guy that like barely got laid in college (laughs) and was married to his wife for 30 years is now just like besieged with girls on the apps that want to come over and suck his dick because he's got, (laughs) you know, a garage (laughs) attached. Like, and you're like, what? And so, yeah. Love you. you need to you need to if you're young you need to try to hook someone good and if you hook someone that you thought was good that's not good then get out and find and someone better because <laughs> it's just not pool's not yeah. great out there well here here's what i'll say though because yeah, i <laughs> pretend she didn't just say a blowjob handjob i love her so much because uh, it's i mean think about it like i know i see if it if someone is, if a guy is divorced over 50, either he was an awful husband, you know, that got, and he got divorced or he's a, or he's broken because his, you know, his wife was awful. Now, were they both <laughs> equally to get it, got divorced and have the greatest post-divorce relationship? Possibly it's, it's not as likely. So you're just kind of dealing with another dude that's like a little up so if you <laughs> like the one that you're with enough just know like like if the demons aren't that bad and he's just like burping and not being romantic i i, I would say don't divorce that person like if he's cheating and a drug addict but sure. I, I got that sure. but like but like just being like god you know like you really don't see that interview you're not that great like let it go you know, it's another day. Let the you little know, things go. Yes. Let the big let and let go. the big like, things sure. go. Yeah. You yeah. can say something or you can try to change your reaction to see if he'll change. Like, I definitely think changing your reaction will get a bigger change out of your partner 
than you talking about wanting him to change. Right. Like if if he was to, if some, I mean, there, there are still, the guys are still teenage boys. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. what they are. So sometimes there's that thing where he's just doing it to get a reaction, like as if you were his sister or something, like just being annoying. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you like, and be like, God damn, what, (gasps) why are you doing, you know, like, but if all of a sudden you're just like, I don't care. Burp your fucking hat off. Like, I hope you burp at a party and everyone else thinks you're gross. Walk, like, just be like that. <laughs> Walk away. Chances are, like, it, the behavior might change because you're like, God, you weren't like this, you know, the first six months of us dating. Yeah, I don't like, remember my you... husband chewing the first six months, but now it's yes, all like in yes. here. So yeah. it's a little frustrating. Because you're out of the highlight reel. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm in the highlight reel right, right now with my boyfriend. Like, everything everything he touches, chews, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. says, I'm just like, Give it put time. it in his baby book. We love it so much. <laughs> like, I'm saving airplane tickets and, yeah, you know, Windsor yeah. Castle tickets. And like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm in that phase. Scrapbooking. But I will Meanwhile, say, Meanwhile, I'm too, like plotting a homicide. Because <laughs> we're having popcorn and watching Netflix and I'm like does it I'm gonna get you a straw I'm just gonna <laughs> chew it like a baby bird and we're gonna end this yeah uh, <laughs> well there is something to be said though where but, you but look- there are some but there are some couples that really are really romantic off the start and that's their love language and it can really last like that there okay. I mean my sister and her husband are still very they're 25 years they're still very very romantic and he's still the same way he was in the beginning and like, look at your sister. Isn't she gorgeous? And like Aww. that type of stuff. And my husband is not like that. But then there's there's things that my husband does that she wishes her husband would do. Sure. Like read contracts like, and read contracts. <laughs> he can he, he he like took apart a barbecue and fixed it. Like that's hot, Heather. That's hot. Stuff yes. like that. Like he was doing that. And I go, for one million dollars, I wouldn't be able to figure that out. Like no. I was like, I would I'd just be like, forget it. Like I I, you know, so there's things that everybody is different. Yeah. And you you may not have a really romantic guy, you know, and you just might not. But if that's what you really need in your relationship, then that's what you should seek out. But you might laugh your ass off with him, still have good <laughs> sex. But, you know, and you'll still get a card and a present, but it's just not like complete romantic thing. And then other people, you'll have that and it will taper off, but you still right. might have a good relationship. It's like you never know. Uh, well, Heather, thank you coming for coming on and sharing all your insight. We're going to listen to the juicy scoop because it sounds juicy and you're hilarious. So uh, thank you so much for coming on Wind Down. We really appreciate you. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks, Heather. You too. Bye, Heather. See ya. Bye. Bye. Uh, Did you guys see see him grab the spider, by the way? Yes. Yes. Alan. Sarah texted me and she goes, Jan, I don't really know if that's like a, if that's like a positive thing. She's like, he just grabbed it with his hands. And I was like, well, I'd rather him do oh, I that. thought it was really like, manly. Yeah, I very. thought it was manly too. She's like, no, no, no. He was <laughs> not afraid of it at all. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, what was hard for you, baby? Talking uh, to Heather. No, something about the chewing. Yeah. No, it was something about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the chewing. Murderous thoughts when people chew. Uh, I, yeah. Now I'm terrified mm-hmm. to eat with you. No, no, no. no, no. I'm just kidding. It's hard for me. Ice chewers are hard for me too. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I remember no, no, no. I will not chew ice cubes around you. No, no, no. Any Honestly, longer. it's interesting because I don't know if it's him sometimes, if it's it just yeah, how yeah, are you with the people. kids? Because when Jolie chomps, I'm like, baby, mouth. Oh. So yeah. well, I'm on her a lot. Because yeah, yeah. I don't like chomping up. Well, I cereal. also as much as I say I don't want Legend to ever get married and leave my house, I do need him to get married, and I don't want his wife to hate me because I didn't correct his chewing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I'm breaking the cycle. That's well, there's good. a difference in mm-hmm. chewing and smacking. There is. Chewing is just chewing. 
And worst sound. It ever. can be very mm-hmm. annoying. The smacking I cannot take. My father, the way he eats an apple. Stop. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awful. Mm-hmm. That's smacking. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it down my spine right when you said it. Uh huh. It's really offensive to me, and I'm a pretty patient person. I feel like. So you would kill your husband <laughs> over smacking. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's like, there was one time where I was like, is that cement cereal? Like, is it, what the, why is that so, it just feels so aggressive. Do you think he intentionally does it when you guys are fighting? No. And now I, now I've actually feel like a total B. I feel like I've bullied my own husband because I feel like now we pick snacks based on their softness. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) Poor P. At Netflix time. At he's Netflix like, time. He's like trying to dilute the pretzel in his mouth. <laughs> he's letting I'm him a horrible wife. Oh, that's horrible. He's letting it moist. He lets the he lets the pretzel sit in word. there for about like Don't say that word. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He lets the pretzel soften in his mouth first, mm. let the saliva oh before he can actually you guys, chew it. He's a sweet. He really is sweet. I just don't see you as a person getting annoyed by a lot of oh, things. Oh, I do. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was well, that was in this episode. Thanks for I joining really did it for some yeah, reason. No, I don't really buy a lot of things. I mean, I clean toilets. I throw away. It's the people wrappers. in your house that you'll get because you're yeah, just you with them so much yeah, and because true. you do so much. I also think by the end of the night is like literally the only time I have. So I yeah. So then it's like chomp. when everything gets cozy and then all of a sudden <laughs> I just hear cement cereal or a granola or whatever. I'm just like, I... <laughs> I'm not a good Christian. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's go get on a plane. How about that? Oh, okay. I'm going to smack that ice right in your ear. You know I'm going to be smuggling up next to you. Big drive-through Sonic with your slow roll <laughs> and the big juicy ice. Okay, oh, that sounds so good. See y'all next week. We got some big news coming for you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.